0: See, this is me, Boba Fett.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Chiss Ascendancy Podcast. This is Josiah, and we are on day 24. Rest in peace to Kobe. Uh, We are on day 24 of 30 Days of Boba Fett. And uh, today I came across something that was pretty interesting on the Star Wars YouTube channel, which is... Uh, just a little clip about the return of a legend with Boba Fett. So I thought it'd be fun to watch through it together. Uh, obviously, I've not seen it, so we're going to watch it one time through together. And then we'll, uh, if there's anything new or interesting, we'll break it down. If it's all stuff we've seen before, we'll just kind of talk about the content. So first things first, we will go just listen to it all by itself. And then if there's anything to listen to, uh, we'll break it down.
0: Boba Fett was a man with no name kind of character, lone gunslinger when I was a kid. You didn't know his face, you didn't know who he was. You know, the idea of somebody wearing Mandalorian armor is clearly influenced by Boba Fett. So bringing in Boba Fett felt very right. the book of Boba Fett. We're gonna find out where he's been and about how he's changing. What happened in those years between then and the end of Return of the Jedi. And then also seeing what would Boba Fett be like now. John's story structure was really brilliant in that it was just overflowing with all things cool. There's a rawness to everything. That's what I love about it. I think that's what gives it its authenticity. There's a little bit of fun in there as well. A lot of action, and drama, and it's going to be exciting for the fans to see. There's going to be some journey.
1: So there you have it. Nothing too crazy. Nothing. Uh, I don't think there's anything necessarily new. Maybe some behind the scenes stuff that's new uh, that we could peruse. But I do enjoy, uh, or I guess I appreciate the fact that they give Boba Fett credit for the immediate recognizability of the Mandalorian. I think that the Mandalorian as a character, as a show has done its own thing. I think that it's done a great job and they could have done it without Boba Fett. But I do think that Boba Fett being who he is, even though he's someone we know almost nothing about going into this show, even now after the Mandalorian, we know almost nothing about him in Canon. Um, I, I appreciate that. They point out that, him being who he is gave the Mandalorian show that instant boost into the homes across America and the world of, oh, you know, for the for the hardcore fan, you know, like me and you, we're like, okay, cool. So this guy's obviously not Boba Fett. Who is he? Right? Let's find out more about this guy who looks like Boba Fett. But for the casual fan or the person who's not a Star Wars fan, they a lot of times think they're the same person. So you got into people's homes, people bought Disney Plus you know, passes uh, and subscribed, not just because they were interested in Disney, but because they wanted to know what this show about Boba Fett was. Obviously, we know it wasn't about Boba Fett, but I think that it's cool that they acknowledged that. And and it was obviously on purpose to segue using a beloved character that had no backstory. So it made sense that this could be his backstory, even though it's for Din Djarin. Um, I do really appreciate that. I really, I'm getting antsy because we're, we're a week away, you know, so I really want for there to be more happening, but I want to see more, but I know I'm going to really appreciate in a week when I haven't seen it yet. Um, one thing, I guess I'll turn this down a little bit so I can we can talk through it, but I'll point out something that's always stood out to me from Return of the Jedi. All right, just right there in the beginning. Did you guys ever notice that in Return of the Jedi, whenever Boba Fett does the quick draw, when Princess Leia is uh, disguised in Jabba's palace with the thermal detonator, did you guys ever realize that the film has been f- has been flipped and Boba Fett's rangefinder, which is supposed to be on his right, so our left, looking at Boba Fett, it's on his, it's on our right, his left. So uh, Boba Fett's, Right here, it, the the film is flipped for whatever reason. I guess they like that aesthetic more or whatever. Um, so he quick draws with his left, which should be his right, if that makes sense. I shoot a rifle left-handed, so I've always been like, yeah, but with that, she's left-handed. But as I got older, I realized this film has been flipped. So his rangefinder should be on our left, but for whatever reason, I wonder if there's a story behind that where they just like that look better. Um, but it's interesting, you know, what we can do is we can do the old Google search and, uh, obviously like, look on, this would be his right hand is the gauntlet with the flamethrower and the wrist rocket, which should be on his left if I'm not mistaken. So let's see. I thought I pulled it up. Yeah, I did. But yeah, I've always wondered why that was. So let's just look this up. You can see how uh, slow my typing is. But if you look at this, if you go, let's see, let's look at some images. His left is the wrist rocket. If you look right there, I'll make myself a little bit smaller. But isn't that interesting? Like here's here's a Sideshow Collectibles uh, figurine. So that obviously has to be screen accurate for them to sell it. And the wrist rocket's on his left, even though this is the gauntlet from Empire Strikes Back. But you can see, you know, here's a wrist, you know, here's a, this is a cartoon, but it's obviously based on screen accurate stuff. The wrist rocket's on the left. There's the flamethrower. Um, and then, okay, here's the, obviously the ultimate reference. Here's him with his armor on from the Tython episode of Mandalorian. Here's the wrist rocket and the flamethrower. And for whatever reason, in this clip, the wrist rocket and flamethrower on our left as the viewer, which would be his right. Obviously, the rangefinder on the helmet is the dead giveaway, but I've always wondered why they did that. I guess we'll watch through and kind of pick this apart a little bit. Not obviously in a negative sense. There it is again. So on his left... Pointing his wrist rocket up at at Luke in episode 6. I wonder why they flipped that. And also the cape. The cape is on his left. And then there it is on his right. Isn't that strange?
0: Boba Fett was a man with no name kind of character. Lone gunslinger when I was a kid. You didn't know his face. You didn't know who he was.
1: I wonder how I can get one of those... This set of the Book of Boba Fett hoodies. Did anybody end up getting one of those Columbia Boba Fett jackets that was like a mortgage payment?
0: The idea of somebody wearing Mandalorian armor is clearly influenced by Boba Fett.
1: John Favreau, man, he's the guy. Like, I would love to meet him and Dave and just talk crap with about the about Star Wars with them.
0: So bringing in Boba Fett felt very right.
1: And there's the correct way we should see the rangefinder on our left, his right.
0: With the book of Boba Fett, we're going to find out where
1: he's been. There's a bunch of storyboard art behind Timur Morrison, but it's out of focus. Oh my gosh. Man, that looks cool. He looks like he's in fabulous shape. He looks like he's... Like, in his prime. Obviously, he's, you know, older. You guys think that Boba Fett had caps? Like, obviously, had a great... You know... Boba Fett's rich. What if he was like, yeah, Dad didn't have great teeth. Or maybe he had great teeth, but I want, like, super white teeth. But, dude, how old is Tamir Morrison? Tamir Morrison's age... He's 60... Bro, if I look like that when I'm 60, I'll be a happy man.
0: And about how he's changing, what happened?
1: I really am intrigued by that line from Tim Morrison. He says, We're going to see where he's been and how he's changing. Uh, you know, having a freaking near death experience like being in the Sarlacc really could switch things up for you, you know? In Legends, you have that fin- Finchison moment where he's saying, if you can protect only yourself, you're not a real man. And that seemed to really have an effect on Boba Fett. I wonder if being in the Sarlacc, if he has a moment similar to that. Or if there's a moment outside of that that he's going to have that we get to finally see. Who knows? In those
0: years, between then and the end of Return of the Jedi.
1: I wonder what that means between then and... Is he thinking backwards between The Mandalorian and Return of the Jedi? Or is he thinking... Because, look, this is obviously... The way editing works is you take the best little clips that... And they can barely make sense. And you put it out as a little trailer like this. I wonder if... If it's talking about the years between Episode 2 and Return of the Jedi. In my mind, it doesn't make sense to think backwards. What's he been up to? He's a Mandalorian. How has he changed since, you know... It's the, the way that he's speaking. I'll just rewind it. I don't want to butcher the line. The way he's speaking makes it sound like Return of the Jedi is the end point. You don't really count time backwards about how someone's changed.
0: And about how he's changing. What happened in those years between then and the end of Return of the Jedi?
1: And then Maybe so. I mean, that makes sense. But something makes me feel like it's not.
0: Also seeing what would Boba Fett be like now. John's story structure.
1: There's the man, Robert Rodriguez. All killer, no filler, baby.
0: was really brilliant that it was just overflowing with all things cool. There's a run.
1: So it looks like they're they're using the volume for Jabba's Palace. That's awesome. This is probably that area um, at the top of Jabba's Palace where you see him and Finnick talking on the ledge. Because if you look in the back right there, they're looking out and it looks like you're from a heightened place. Very interesting. I wonder if George visited the set of this. You know, George Lucas said that Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc, but because of the way that the movie was trending as they were making Return of the Jedi, it didn't make sense to uproot the team and go back to Tatooine to watch him escape. It just, the movie was not served well that way. And so he just had to let it be. So Boba's really been out since the 80s in George's mind. I wonder if he's visited the set, you know, to see what the deal was. Because George heavily considered having Boba Fett be Darth Vader's long-lost brother, and they kind of reunite and work together in Empire Strikes Back. So he obviously thought a lot about the character. I wonder if he's interested. And because of his good relationship with John Favreau and Dave Filoni, and, uh, you know, by proxy, Robert Rodriguez, it would be cool to see if he was there.
0: ...to everything. ...to everything.
1: I'm just going to like freeze at every freaking little interval. That's something I haven't seen yet. There's a rod. So there's the behind the scenes for the upper Step. level. This looks like an outdoor scene, maybe. And what the heck is this guy wearing that's got a Ziploc bag for a necklace? Is it raining there? Hmm. There's just so much to read into all this. It could be so wrong, but... Dang that's what i love about it. i think that's what gives it its offense authentic- dude look and look at these freaking that trandoshan back there i love the look of a stockier trandoshan i guess in my mind because i've known bosk for longer they all have kind of like a jack skellington look to them uh but skier jedi master trandoshan from the high republic he's very much a broad-builded you know kind of guy so that looks awesome Dude, can I get a vintage collection black series deluxe package for Trandoshan Guard, please?
0: City. There's a little bit of fun in there as well. A lot of action and drama, and it's going to be
1: exciting. I'll tell you this right now. I haven't been someone who's shot a gun before. Drama. Anyone who, I don't know, just, <laughs> I guess he's holding it correctly. It looks like he's got a 22, like a little rifle. And He's holding it by the nuzzle. This guy's not intimidating me at all whatsoever, and I think this is uh This looks to be in the throne room of that Ithorian if he ends up being the mayor Maybe he is the mayor because look at these guards. They're like very official looking
0: There's a little bit of fun in there as well a lot of action and drama
1: Like they're in the throne room this poor Gamorian on the back left here looks like he got to got the bad end of a bit of a rifle and look at Boba Fett's sick new gold-tipped uh, missile that's in his jetpack that I want replaced. These guys look like they're official guys. Like that looks like an official, almost like a, like a Game of Thrones official house guard kind of guy. I'm really thinking that this is like before they're meeting with that Ithorian character. It's going to be exciting, and we'll know in a week. Woo! for the fans to see. Here's outside that same place.
0: There's going to be some journey.
1: I said it before, but he looks fantastic. He looks like he looks better than even the Mandalorian Season 2. I bet you he worked his butt off to get in great shape because he's going to be the kind of guy that wants to do his own stunts. Okay, so obviously, like, right here in the back, you can't see a lot of things, but, like, down here over his left shoulder, to me, looks like a Dark Trooper. Maybe this is the bridge of Moff Gideon's ship. This looks like Moff Gideon's ship. So maybe this is storyboarding for Mando Season 2, and he's just talking about Book of Boba Fett? Who knows? Or maybe those things. I mean, they've basically said that the Mandalorian Season 2 runs right into the Book of Boba Fett, which runs right into the Mandalorian Season 3. So, Boba is basically Mando 2.5. I wonder if Moff Gideon will overlap. Who knows? I kind of would prefer not to have some of the Mandalorian characters in there. If Mando shows up for a second or whatever, that's fine. But I don't want to carry his storyline too much. He's got his own show. Well, there you have it. Return of a Legend. We've been waiting freaking forever. Man, I can't wait. Well, that's been interesting. I'm glad that you guys are are here with me on this journey. It's very exciting. Um, Man, we're, I mean, basically 75% of the way there for uh, 30 days of Boba Fett. So, super, super fun stuff. Um, Okay, let's see. If we're 24 days of 30, that's divisible by 6, right? is that four fifths of the way four times six is 24 yeah four fifths we're 80 percent of the way there dude that's gonna be sick um awesome well thank you guys for being on this ride with me it's been fun um we're gonna keep going for a few more days and then of course we'll you know we'll have a talk and review that first episode but until then thank you for tuning in uh you know the routine like this video subscribe to the channel follow us on instagram and twitter and for all of you boba fett fans out there May the force be with you. For all the Boba Fett haters, we're going to make a believer of you yet. We'll catch you tomorrow. See ya.